For a hundred million Americans, the glowing red line in the sand is the vinos, the vaccines in name only. And they'll fight to the death against taking that Satan shot. But it's the battle over workplace masks and testing where the enemy is getting some really easy wins. The latest news, history, and analysis from the perspective of the first Christians. Tune into the FBN Worldwide 24-7 radio stream. Now your host, Darren Kalama. When somebody renames the flu to COVID, have they created a new global pandemic? No, they've created and weaponized a hoax. When somebody creates a gene-mutating RNA bioweapon and renames it a vaccine to fight the hoax, does it magically become a vaccine? No, but you'd be a fool to let them inject you with it. When somebody renames digital slave papers to a vaccine passport to prove you took a fake vaccine to protect you from a hoax, do you have less freedom or more freedom? When somebody says you must wear a mask to help them perpetuate a hoax, should you go along with it? When somebody says you must submit to having an object constantly shoved up your nose to see if you have the hoax, should you let them do it? Now, if you answered yes to any of those questions, you can be assured that you've been infected with the Talmud flu and you're either clinically insane or demonically possessed. In either case, you've become a danger to yourself and others. But for the rest of normal, pure-blooded people, the obvious answer is no. They know it's a fake plague and that the real danger is what's contained in the syringes, and they stay far away from it. Now, most try and keep distance from the vax victims, the vax zombies, try to avoid the shedding of their mutant strains. You see, that needle is their red line, and it's a hill that they're willing to die on, and now they're willing to take as many with them as possible. Like many Christians, you've probably applied for and received a religious exemption from Satan's shot. But you're one of the lucky ones, and for a while there, there was a feeling of relief. But then the enormity, the massive size and scope of the satanic hoax began to dawn on you. Because as it turned out, it wasn't just your job that would require a religious exemption. The system was rigged. There was no overarching exemption that you could file and just be done with all of it. No, you would need a separate exemption for every place you went. Restaurants, gyms, theaters, schools, football games, bars, clubs, none will let you in without the vaccine passport, the digital slave papers. You now have to apply for religious exemption to order at Burger King. And no, I'm not making that up. You literally have to present a vaccine passport at Burger King in New York before you're allowed a Whopper. Now, we can talk all day about it being junk food and you shouldn't eat it anyway, but in a lot of these cities, they're called um, food deserts. In other words, you can't just waltz down the sidewalk and get an avocado or something. It, Burger King, McDonald's, Taco Bell, it's the only game in town. That, that is your center of sustenance. 
Anyway, you started to understand that this was no accident. The scam had been designed with a great deal of forethought. There were stumbling blocks at every turn. In every case, the only way out was to submit to Satan's shot. All exits blocked. All exits walled off. But where did these people come from? I mean, what pit of hell was this COVID hoax derived from? What is in that syringe that they want so badly to put into your veins? I mean, logically, it just doesn't make any sense. None of it is grounded in reality. To buy a sailboat. I, I guess my feeling at this point in time is maybe we need to be completely a little bit more scary for the public. Especially with the Delta variant, which is the hardiest and uh, most contagious variant we've seen to date, we need all the protection that we can get. That's why the vaccines are so effective. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. We've got to get them vaccinated, and hopefully they will do it willingly. I think we really may need to make it clear that there are privileges associated with being an American. We have to be more blunt, we have to be more forceful. If you do not want to get vaccinated, you can work from home. You can homeschool your children. You can shop online. So where is this coming from? People saying, I'm now being forced to be vaccinated. If you want to travel, you better go get that vaccine. You should be wearing masks even when you are vaccinated if you are indoors. If you wish to have these privileges, you need to get vaccinated. We have to say something coming out. You know, you don't get vaccinated, you know you're gonna die. I mean, let's just, let's just be really blunt to these people but at least you were safe at work safe in your little cube you had been granted the exemption and that was that they couldn't get you in there yeah we'll just lay low for a little while let this covid craze blow over and we'll emerge unscathed on the other side after the big vax die off this winter or at least that was the plan but then the government, which likes to pretend that it isn't a direct extension of the Fortune 500, the government ordered companies to start these mandates. And that's a little bit like Fox number one pretending that Fox number two made him eat the chickens and he didn't really have a choice in the matter. I wonder if people are still falling for that trick. So you have the exemption. Great. But now you're surrounded by vaxxed shedders. Your workplace is a guaranteed biohazard, so I hope you're taking prophylactic doses of ivermectin and zinc, getting some sunshine. I mean, who knows what was in the syringes that your co-workers were injected with? Who knows what they're transmitting before they die off? And now they're starting with these masks and testing security theater again. Now, just as there are religious exemptions for the RNA shots, there are exemptions for the mass and the testing. And in this episode, we wanted to share with you what it looks like for a worker trying to use them and what it looks like for the church that issues them. One of the best known of the few remaining pre-Nicene Christian churches is the Marcionite Church. And last year, they banned RNA COVID vaccines, the COVID masks, and the COVID testing that involves uh, invasive nasal and oral swabs. Now, this determination that they made came partially from New Testament scripture uh, that we find in both the modern edited Bible and the original pre-Nicene Bible of 144 AD. They both agree with each other. And it says, for there is no good tree that produces corrupt fruit, 
nor corrupt tree that produces good fruit. For each tree is known by its own fruit. And this is how we view the COVID reset, a satanic corrupt tree. And its fruit of injections, masks, and testing are also corrupt. We don't eat, we don't interact with this corrupt fruit. Every interaction and participation helps the corrupt tree grow. When you wear a mask, when you get tested, these actions add to the illusion that the hoax is real. You see, you become part of the problem as you aid and abet the COVID reset. The church is also concerned about what may or may not be on the swabs and the intentional collection and cataloging of DNA. The Marcionite Church, for purposes of the ban, does not have a problem with a simple spit or saliva test where you spit into a tube. You might have seen this on the, um, uh, some of the video that they took at the Cannes Film Festival. All the attendees, the guests, they just simply spit into a tube for their big COVID test. Now, it's non-invasive and there are no swabs involved. It's up to the parishioner if they want to do that. The reason for the bans also serves another purpose. It takes the decision to participate in the security theater out of the hands of the individual parishioner. So when the company gives them a big Q&A sheet and then demands to know their specific exact reasons for refusal, they can't be tricked. Their answer is simply that their church forbids it. End of discussion. The matter is out of their hands. Now, the Jesus killers are quite skilled at semantics, word games, parsing of meaning, and linguistic inversions and perversions and gymnastics. This is one way that the church negates or neutralizes that nefarious skill that they possess. But some of the cases are more difficult than others, so I asked the church to give me an example of a tough case and how it was resolved. Now, here I have in my folder a single case which involves all three, the injections, the mass, and the testing. So it's going to be uh, kind of interesting to look at and dissect. The email exchanges and calls with the parishioner have been redacted to protect uh, their privacy. Now, FBN TV viewers will see the documents, and for the benefit of the FBN First News podcast listeners, I'll be reading some of it as well so we can all follow along. Hello, I'm a fairly new member of the Marcionite Christian Church. I am honored to be part of the amazing history of this church founded in 144 AD and founders of the very first Bible. I've been a Christian, but the Holy Spirit has led me to you and my faith is stronger than ever. I was, I'm sorry, it was the satanically inspired COVID deception that led me to you and I am so happy to see you waking up the world to this deception. I am truly in need of your help and am facing a difficult situation. I work for Redacted, who has mandated the vaccine for all employees effective October 1st. The Holy Spirit directed me not to take the vaccine and led me to you. I filled out a religious exemption form for the vaccine with the assistance of your PDF form, which was accepted by HR. Uh, I'm assuming what happened here is that they got the church uh, vaccine exemption, they filled it out, and it was accepted by their human resources department. Okay, so that's great. That's good news. That's a win. Um, but it doesn't look like it was a win for long. 
uh, continuing in the letter. Unfortunately, I also filed for the COVID test exemption using the downloadable affidavit form on your website and it was denied. They want me to submit to bi-weekly rapid antigen testing through an invasive nasal swab, which the Holy Spirit is telling me to reject. I want to protect my body as instructed in 1 Corinthians 3.16. Okay, and then just so you know, there's a little bit of back and forth um, with uh, phone calls and emails, but we're, we're just going to stick with the redaction, the redacted um, uh, portions of the emails. So it continues on. I met with my redacted and head of HR today, and they said there are no religious exemptions allowed for COVID testing, and I will be terminated if I don't comply. This hurts because they have put me in a position where I have to have my finances hurt and income taken from me, but I have faith God will provide the help I need to get through this. I can't comply with this because the Holy Spirit has given me a strong conviction on this. I've been an redacted, redacted, redacted for five years and was promoted last year to redacted. I'm assuming some kind of promotion um, continues on. What doesn't make sense to me is that they will not accommodate my request to work remote on religious grounds due to the contradiction I'm facing with the COVID tests and then more redactions. And that is a little weird when you think about it. I mean, if you're going to work remotely, why do they care if you're getting tested for COVID? That doesn't make any sense. But you know what? None of this makes any sense. Okay, it looks like there was another exchange between this uh, individual and uh, uh, some bigwigs at the church. And then we have a follow-up email uh, from the individual. I have an update for you. I did inquire with my employer about SPIT COVID testing and HR explained they are not sure about availability of tests and told me to check out Walgreens or CVS. I did find a SPIT test at Walgreens, but it costs 119 bucks and they would want results twice per week, which would cost $960 per month. Not affordable for me, and I doubt they would cover it. I do have concerns about the extraction and unethical use of my DNA by these tests. We were made in the image of God, and my DNA and genetic information is precious. Certain powers that be want to collect this DNA and try to play God. And by the way, just um, so you know, or he knows, or everybody knows, the church is in complete agreement with that statement. And we're going to get into that uh, as we go on. The email continues, on a different note, I feel very conflicted about this continued mask mandate at Redacted. I feel this is a violation of the word 2 Corinthians 3.13, and I'm ashamed to capitulate to this. I've only complied thus far out of fear of losing my job. This was never a problem because I had been working remote, redacted, and did not have to wear a mask. But they essentially forced me back redacted, and I've been wearing the mask since. I'm not sure what to do except pray and consult spiritual leaders like yourself. Wearing the mask feels like a violation, and I, have, and I feel like telling my employer this, but it may result in my termination redacted. And that's the end of his correspondence or what we have of his correspondence for purposes of this show. Okay, now this is the um, uh, initial response from the Marcionite Church to the letters that we just read. All of these changes, the masks, testing, etc., were thrust upon you without your foreknowledge or consent. This is my understanding of the situation, e.g., 
These conditions were not present when you accepted the job, in other words, when you were initially hired. God does not want you to suffer through no fault of your own, and is aware of the tricks, traps, and treachery employed by Satan and his children on earth. We see such a situation as developed in your personal circumstances, and the solution is applicable to the mask and testing impasse. Assuming the normal avenues of negotiation, exception, and exemptions have been exhausted, and walking off the job would represent an immediate painful financial burden to yourself and your loved ones, you may temporarily comply with the new mandates under the following conditions. Number one, you begin immediately looking for new employment where such mandates are not required. This must be an active and ongoing process with the goal of leaving your current employer as quickly as possible. So long as this is your intention and will, as you temporarily comply with the new mandates, there is no affront to God. Number two, put in writing to your employer an outline of the history of the situation which has brought you both to this impasse and your efforts to mitigate it while still being true to your faith while at the same time adhering to the new company policy. This outline will include the fact that you have consulted with the church on the matter and they have decided that you will comply. It is not necessary that they be made aware specifically of your active and involved interest in immediately finding new employment. And the response finishes with, The bottom of the letter will include the sentence, Upon receipt of this letter, you understand the Marcionite Christian Church has determined the people involved in enforcing adherence to these new conditions to be adversus Christus. It is not necessary that you explain the sentence or even acknowledge that you understand what it means. The matter is now out of your hands. So there you have it. We just wanted to give you an idea of what's going on on the front lines of this satanic COVID war. And if you want to learn more about the, um, the Marcionite Church and the pre-Nicene, that, that first Christian Bible that they use, uh, I'll have links to it in the show notes. The church is also reminding all Christians to remove their children from the public schools and move out of the cities as quickly as possible. The time to reconnect with other unvaxxed, pure-blood Christians is now. The time to rebuild a parallel society is now. I'm Darren Kalama, and this is First News on FBN. Thank you.